Yes. Because of the way he says it. They're going to set him up where he's crying and he kills his best friend. And and I was like, I was, the line when he said it and the way he said it blew me away. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. Wow. Look at that lighting. I always assumed I would be the better looking one on this. Well, and you're the gosh, you're the, was I wrong? You're, no, you're the cute one. But when I have okay lighting, I got my little zing thing right there, a little ring. I've got, hey, hey, whoa, 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 microphone. Don't mess it up. Mess it up. And I've got a little camera right there, peeps. So, Theo. Don't fuck with me anymore. No. Mr. No Techno. I put a nice shirt on for you today, little brother. I want to explain what's going on. If your ears are getting scintillated, it's because he has a better <laughs> microphone. If your eyes are getting glossy, it's because he has a better camera. I mean, what? Ring. I got a ring light up here. This Ooh. is fucking technology at its finest right here. He went from the dark ages <laughs> to basically Elon Musk overnight. Look at you. Look at what's happening here. Yeah, I feel so. I, I feel like I'm a I'm a pinball wizard, technical all day. <laughs> no, what happened? You know, I I'm I'm here in LA. I'm going to tell some people some exciting stuff about you and me in a minute. Yeah. But yeah. I had Kyla because you were whipping me hard. I was. Kyla came over with her beautiful boyfriend, and they just went. I bought it all, and they went boom, bing, bang, bong, plugged it all in, and here we are. I mean, it's wow. just changed everything because, you know, uh, you know, we always have those one out of every 6,000 people that's like, well, I can't hear you guys. Your audio's different. I'm mad. You sound so different. Yeah. I don't they get like it. Karate chop the keyboard. Um, but now our audio should be seamless. We and then it. also, you don't look like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. You look like right. I can see you. Right. Not I can bad. see your face. And more importantly, <laughs> when those glasses were off before, those eyes were like popping happening. Joyce and Fred Coates. I had nothing to do with it. Puh, hey, puh, can, I, can I just say right now to Samley yeah. and, and, and Fam Crow and these Sam incredible Fam. followers of our family out there. I I saw Theo Rossi this week, people. I know for something special. I six was uh, I was six feet away. I know. Outside, we didn't, we didn't even fist bump. We couldn't even like fist bump. We, we couldn't do even anything. Ready to jump me and hug me, and I just no, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. it. No. But I saw you, bro, and I'll tell you what, man. No, no fucking around. To slowly be integrated with my buddies again here in America, for me, selfishly, it's 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 popping the crap crack crap out of me. I, I'm just so excited to see everybody from six feet away outside man i love it i love every it's single like minute. uh it's like sugar snap peas and hummus yeah that's what you eat 24 <laughs> 7 that's all i can eat <laughs> you're so skinny for this part dude what is happening i'm that's two like of you now what happened, what happened? so good <laughs> that's that's all today i was posting food on um instagram because I was making a list of when the roll ends, what I'm going to eat. Like, Everything. Just weird. 
Well, I want you I to eat I'm everything. Gonna, I'm going to do something weird that I've never done because, you know, I'm a vegan. I eat super healthy as it is and yeah. all that. But, but you know, I, I usually don't eat as little as I'm eating for this. But one of the things I'm going to do, because I've just, it's like overtaken my brain. When I was a kid, yeah, I used to love breakfast cereal, right? Yeah. More importantly. Captain Crunch, Chacos, Shreddies. Whoa. Pebbles. Canada didn't have it like we had. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles, Cookie Crisp. Um, Fruit Loops? Did you ever have Fruit Lucky, Loops? No. That Maybe. Would, I mean, yeah, we had them, but I didn't. didn't Lucky Charms. Them. No, Lucky yeah. Charms, Frosted Flakes. Mona wrote me the other day. He said Frosted Flakes with a banana is like a New York strip to him. And if anybody knows Mona, <laughs> that is a, that's a bold statement. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to do a breakfast cereal. I got a whole plan of what I'm going to do the day I, uh, the day this ends. Um, you pop through I'm, this character and it's over. I'm yeah, looking man. forward. I mean, in Canada, what would you have like bangers and mashers at Europe? What do you guys eat over there? What, you talking about breakfast cereals? Or anything. What are you? What oh, are you come eating? on, we like you guys. You know that. You've seen me. Yeah. I'll eat more steak. I'll eat more chicken. Yeah, you're a meat guy. I like my veggies. I'm just trying to stay away from sugar these days. I'm about to and, go to a, I'm about to go to a gardening center and loan a lot of money to people and uh yeah. cut my hair. So I'm ready to go. Look I at that this week. face. You shaving every day? Pretty much. You know, you know me, I like to put a little hair on my face when I'm not working because it just makes me feel I can hide. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, no, it's uh, it's clean shade. This guy's as clean as clean can be. Clean as a whistle, as they say. Mm-hmm. What do they mean by that? I have no idea. And who cares? Is a whistle clean? Who cares? <laughs> Never. Not, but it's in your mouth, whistle? you spit and spit yeah. all day long. It's clean disgusting. as a whistle. Really? No, it's not. Whistles ain't Whistles clean. Are, who made that up? Spit, idiot. It's not clean. <laughs> it's such a silly statement. Um, so here we are. So you and I were together just before we get into our capybara. Is that my saying that right? Sure. Okay. Who cares? Um, before we get into <laughs> sure. it. Sure. Capybara. Yeah, that's sure. how I'd say it. Did you look it up? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Okay, good. I was hoping you did. So did. before we get into that, um, we did see each other, which was incredible, with with a few other folks that were all six feet apart. I was making sure that I was nowhere near anyone. And it was because we got some cool stuff coming up for the show. I'm so excited. Um, I'm just just I'm so excited. This. What yeah, are you gonna say anything or not yet? Not yet. Okay, cool. But but you know what we could say? I mean, we might as well say some things because it's kind of a fact. It in the next few weeks. Because after this episode, we're doing 111 Capybara. Yeah. Capybara, whatever. Who cares? Right now, right here, live. Yeah. Right here. We're about to get into it. A lot of take, a lot of take. Um, once we get into that, then we've already done 112 because, you know, we used to go out of order and be crazy yeah. and be wild and it was anarchy. We're going to go to the finale. <laughs> it's going to be are. the finale of season one, which is super exciting. Super and exciting. On, yeah. And on the day that we do the finale, we'll have another announcement about some stuff that's going down with the show good <clears throat> if everything clears up there is even talk and this is super early i don't even know if you know this um when we get past all this and make no mistake we're going to get past all this we're in the process with vaccines and all that stuff going on and and we're back out in the world sooner than later 
you and I used to do those comic cons at least a few a year, you know, three yeah. to five or a yeah. couple all, all over the planet. You yeah. know, um, there's also talk that when we're doing those in certain cities, certain places, yeah. we might even do like a a live Reaper, um, a live one of these. That oh, no, we, 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 we will. Yeah. You and I will. Cool. We're going to hook it up. Stage fans will come like, up. Fans will yeah. be in front. Fans can scream out their questions. We can talk about like we know nothing about what we're talking about, which yeah. we do really well. And yeah. what a great day that would be and will be. Fingers crossed. And we'll watch an episode like live with them. We'll do the, which we did in Vegas once you and I, back in the day, remember we watched the finale in Vegas with like two, three, 500 people or something. Never forget. Know. Never forget. That was fun, right? It was. It was, what season, episode was, it was that? season five. We'll talk about that when we get there. I'll never forget. Okay, it. cool. Cause that was fun. I don't remember much of that. So, and then, uh, and then we have a guest coming on. We're going to, yes, we do. And I know who it is, and I can't tell you. We're going to keep it between T.O. and me. But sooner than later, you're going to hear who it is. Very excited. Sing it. Sing it. It's exciting. And and hopefully their camera looks as good as yours. Um, And that's it. (laughs) So Capybara, what is it? Okay, so Capybara, here we go. Uh, Episode 11, season one. Large Rodent who hails from South America. And I remember last week, you and I were talking about that word rat and poor little rats that we all love. But guess what? If you thought the word rat was used a lot last week, this whole episode is called Large Rodent Hailing from South America. This fucking capybara. This fucking capybara did nothing to anyone, and people want to associate him with. Like all so, he's trying to do is live. Can he live? Can the capybara live? He just he wants to see Sutter. He doesn't survive. drink. Doesn't do drugs. Just he's just a weirdo anyway. He's right. sitting there with his with his bare feet in his den, writing this thing. He's going, "Hey, I need a I'm title. Fucking ruin this animal." And he just found it. He found Cappy, my fucking bara. And naturally, Kim, it's speciesism. That's what it is. Yeah. Speciesism. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And you know what? You just stick to your guns there. You're clean as a whistle to me, Rossi. I don't stick to your your clean whistles. I'm going to go into that Kurt Sutter crazy mindset. Here we go. Ready? All right, let's go. Jax. I mean, there he is, Theo. I don't know how many times, but it gets less and less as the years go on. He's sitting there. On his bed, looking at these burnt out bullshit, like like the JT notes, just looking at him, reading it, smoking, laying back to Kinkos and get copies of a new copy because that shit is dilapidated. (laughs) So that's how we start. Okay, little JT, fine. Um, I love that music that we had underneath the the clubhouse scene. Um, I remember that scene. Do you remember that scene, Theo? Yeah. So I want to ask you about that. Um, yeah. We we do something interesting on this show. We I I would love to know the percentage of this, and maybe the fam could help us out. Is um we end most shows with a montage. There's some we don't. We and when I say montage, with a music montage. Yeah. We also start shows with music montage. Yeah. Not nearly as many as we end. But one day, when we're getting particular, because I'm a big numbers guy, I would love to know the percentage of shows that we 
end with montage music and the ones we start with montage music, because I always know when we start one with montage music, something big's happening. Like they want to, they want to get a lot of elements in quick. They want to show you a lot of things quick. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, whenever I see a montage song come in to begin, I go, it must be serious. Something's about to happen. Right. One of the things I realized in the preview, just to jump back quick was, sure. And I guess because I'm watching the show as we go and learning, I never knew Opie was in jail for five years. Oh, yeah. Five Remember, we, we talked about did. that briefly. You forgot it already, but that's all right. Yeah. We, when we burnt the back off of our boy, that all came out how Opie went to prison for five years for the club. And that other guy ran. He ran. He fucking ran. You know, he wanted nothing to do with it. And that's why we burnt that tattoo off. And. You're out, you're out of the club. That was earlier on in season one. But I Opie wonder spent- if Ryan knew that. I wonder if like Kirk gave him that information. Oh, yeah, I would think. Coming in. Yeah, right? I would think. Yeah. I mean, I, I got some info from him. I'm sure that we were still trying to figure out Juice's info because Kirk kept yeah, he didn't know trying to we figure just, you out in that first yeah, season, this first season. Anything. We certainly got to you in four, five, six, and seven with figuring you out. But and yeah. he, so he was, and that, and that really makes because he's kind of like fresh out the joint. Then, like in yeah. the in the beginning, he's yeah. fresh out in the first season. Yeah, he just got out, pretty it's much. Great. Yeah, this this episode makes a lot more sense with all that. So, cops come storming in. I remember that day as clear as any day we've ever shot ever. I don't. know So why. do I. Good for you, Rossi. Yeah. Why? Because, because I think this must have been, I don't know, maybe one other time, but we, we were, you know, we were, I don't know, stall, man. She just, we, we just were reading these scripts and it was getting darker and darker. We knew what I had to do and things were just getting ugly and like for the club. And when, the, when those cops came busting in, man, we were all together, all together. And we went down hard and I, you know, and, and Gemma's getting kicked in the stomach. Yeah. Like it got really brutal over and one stalls thing. on a war path. Like she's well, she, got the eye of the tiger. She she's is got the like, eye of the tiger. That's exactly. I'm ready right. to go. And, and she you're is you're, not- ju- you're jumping early, going. The cops are outside. Like you saw it on your on your on, on the computer screen. Cops are here, and they're in like that. Boy, they bust down those doors pretty quick. I'm we don't have. Too much- we didn't have like an ADT system or something like, or an alarm or something. <laughs> You know, we should have had we should have had cameras a little bit farther down the street, down by the yeah, dairy. Not clean. like right at cops the cops on the way. Oh, cops on hey, the way. Hey, is that a cop? He's a block away. Like, hey, give us a minute. You know, give us no. a minute to go run to hide. Nope, none of that. Or how about a fence like the door, and then a security fence like twenty feet away? They button no? up. Nope. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Not, not until um, tomorrow, baby. <laughs> No. And and okay. it was all can I just I thought it was a bit over the top, even though it looked so great. Stephen K directed this episode He's so brilliantly, by the way. It's such a good episode. Yeah. But he uh it was all over Bobby. Like, did they have to throw us on the ground? Did they have to put us in cuffs? Like all uh, over just to get Bobby out of there? Like, well, no, Stahl because throwing she, her it's her. She's doing it on purpose. Throwing her weight around. Yeah, no, she's I mean, she just got her nose smashed in. I mean, give her a break. Exactly. Do she's I have got, to? You have to. All right. If that was your nose, Oof. it would have been still in the table. They would have had to pull the jaws of life to get your jaws face of life. The table. Yes. We did the jaws <laughs> of life on Kim Coach's nose the other day <laughs> to get your face off the table. But oh, you come I'd in, still you be there. Angry. You'd be angry. You'd be angry. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I, I listen, I could fault stall for a lot of things. What, th- what happened to her? 
especially when she thought she had the upper hand. So, but what she does here is she sets up Opie as the rat. Um, and here you are, you and Jax, man, you guys were on fire in the beginning. Piney and Jax are not happy. Um, about, I, I remember that. I remember that Please scene like it was yesterday. And I, I want to tell the peeps out there that Tommy did something very interesting when we were rehearsing and then shooting that scene. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Jax and Tig are going at it. They're going at it hard over Opie. For a couple episodes now, you guys. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. It's, it's coming to a climax coming up, me and him. We have a big fight coming up in a couple of episodes. But anyway, he starts going at me. I start going at him. And in the script, it it read that Chibs pulls Tig back, pulls him back, and Clay kind of gets in the middle of him and Jax to pull Jax and Tig away from each other. But on the day, Tommy decided to take Jax's side. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but he kind of got with Jax, and they were barreling in on me. And I went, hey, 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 nothing for nothing. But Tommy, I, I think... Chibs needs to pull me off, pull me back. And Tommy went, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like he wanted to take a side and I wasn't against him taking yeah, a side. Yeah, we, we did that. I, I, I will say to jump in there, if I had to fault certain things we did on the show sometimes is sometimes we would do things without knowing if it was the right thing as in the taking of the sides. Yeah. So like that's why I was so surprised like down the road, not to fast forward, but like when juice was like going through his stuff and like somebody would reach out as opposed to, you know, wanting to kill him all the time. It was, it was sometimes again, I don't want to say we let personal relationships morph into our character relationships, but like sometimes it wasn't about taking sides. We were a club. Right. And I think that even what Tig was doing in this scene, all signs were pointing towards, Opie did something bad here. Tig was just being Tig. And I make a note down the road here on this episode where I'm like, Tig and Clay are just trying to protect the club. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I know that's hard to think about. So when, and listen, and Jax is acting from an emotional place. Yeah. Because his that's his brother. His best, his friend. best brother. Yeah. And yeah. Piney, that's his son. Son, Yeah. So people like Chibs, like Juice, I played it, and and it's probably the only thing I played right in this episode. I was more upset by it. Yeah, I can see it in your face, bro. You were real, you're upset about everything in this episode because I again, this is a kid who has no family, and if he thinks the family's going to get destroyed, he's upset. Yeah, that's the way I had to look. No, at you it. you you wore your emotions on your sleeve, which was awesome, actually. So, but Tig was like, if this is what it is. Let's handle it. Yeah. And at the end of that, yeah. And and that's right. And and at the end of that scene, it was a great shot. It actually ended on Tig just staring out, like staring out at Jax about what just happened, about what's going to, what's going to happen with Opie, not really knowing it yet. As we figure it out this episode, we figure it all out, but it it wasn't, it was a great ending to that scene. I thought leaving it on Tig was, was pretty. Yeah. And also remember, like if you really drill down on things, Who's probably done the most shit that can get him in trouble in the club? Tick. Probably. Pro- right. So he's thinking if this guy's in there, again, I got to make an animal reference, chirping like a canary, poor canaries. 
Um, if he's got, <laughs> he's got, if he's in there doing that, <laughs> Tig's going to be the one who suffers the most, right? So for again, the protection of the club, you just said it, and good for yeah. you. So okay, then Jax goes unser being detained. I thought that was a great little note there. Um, just having him in the cell, which was so bizarre. Like, but it's bizarre. How how did we let that? It's just so weird that Unser was being locked up. Jesus, talk about losing all the power we thought he had. He's in fucking prison, his own prison. Yeah. I have another stupid note. I have a stupid note because I like to analyze things. How did Jax get back to the jail cells? All right, guys, I'll be right back. From from our girl, from our girl. Um, Gosh, our Saskatchewan girl. I I just love her. uh, So that's that's your explanation. She said, go. He's back there in the prison. He's back there. Come on. Come with me. Let me show you. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy that for a dollar, a Canadian dollar. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Wendy is back. Um, I love Drea. I I truly do. She's one of my favorite actresses, one of my favorite people. Um, I concur. She's an incredible. I miss her like crazy. Every time she came, it was a ray of sunshine. The whole history with her and the Sopranos and then coming on our show. And 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 she's she looks so beautiful in this scene. Yeah. She's been what sixty four days sober now or something. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. I mean, trust me, Dread doesn't wear an, an ounce of makeup. That yeah. girl is so beautiful in in life. She you know, she brings. And she's it. just a force. She's like she's a, a force. force. Like when yeah. she comes on, you're like, okay, it's not, and it's not the Sopranos. It's not all that stuff. It's just she is unapologetically herself, which is such a rarity in in the world yeah. you know and um when you see that there's an energy to that that's pretty amazing and um when she came on the show i mean let's be honest the sopranos had just kind of finished up and it was the biggest show in the world she was a significant character on a on that show her being a part of this in a even in the smallest fashion gave a lot of validity to what we were doing here yep. because our our first review of Sons of Anarchy, I'll never forget this. Well, the first review I read, which was in like the New York Post or something, said the Sopranos on wheels. And I was like, holy shit. And then I was in Manhattan on a break from the show. I don't remember when it was, season one or whatever it was. And I ran into Gandolfini, Jim, at uh, this place, this restaurant, this bar. And he said something to me about Drea. And it was my only time meeting him. And it was pretty extraordinary because he's, you know, uh, rest in yeah, peace. Sad, sad, sad ending to an incredible human being. He was a great yeah, guy. Rest in peace. One of my favorite actors. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Get Shorty. True yeah. romance. He kills it. Um, one of the better character actors to ever exist. And um, when I met him, he was talking about the show and talking about Drea being on the show. And it was it was just a really cool moment. So, again, she comes back. Sneaks into the house because the locks have been changed. That's the first thing. You know, I forgot that she came back to Jackson's house. I forgot all about that. The cleaners are in there. The painters are in there. Gemma's going to spend twenty three hundred bucks. She had a little scene with Clay earlier. We're going to spend some money on the house. Why? Uh? And there she is, and she walks in, and it's like, oof, what a, what a, what a mind blast for for Wendy. Question: yeah. Did she live there with Jax before? I think so. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. why he changed the lock or Gemma changed the lock. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So Gemma with Tara. Yeah. Saying that she'll take care of Abel. Taking care I of believe. babies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I believed everything in that. She's so concerned 
in that scene. Uh, no, I'm saying Gemma is always like pressing Tara. You notice that like Gemma's always like, she's always pushing her buttons. Gemma knows what's going to happen, man. She knows that those two are falling right back in love. And are we sure we want the doctor in the club? We're not sure. But Jax is ultimately not going to listen to her anyway, even though she's the queen bee of the entire bee's nest. And now here's Wendy. And we'll get into this more than I see when they they meet up. But in that, I mean, they're both so good together. And again, yeah. oh man, it's why. Tara and Gemma, what, yeah. Yeah, when it comes up for season six, you know, which I happen to be a part of, was so incredible because Gemma and Tara had this incredible way of existing together, this push pull in every yeah. scene they were in. And I don't think I've ever seen it really as defined as this one, you know, before we start getting into the later stuff because she's like, I'll take care of the baby. I think I've done it before. Men do this and I do this. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then she starts measuring her up. What are you going to do? What's your plans? You want to have kids? No, I know. And it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's such a chess thing going on. Great. You know, it's just great. So then um, here we go to juice. I give the bad news about the bank. I love, I love these little clubhouse scenes Me with too. three of us. I mean, it, it doesn't look good for Opie. Um, Josh has heard from a neighbor that Opie, his entire family were picked up really with three black, you know, sedans. So the audience, Theo, and you and I were an audience last night when we watched this show separately, obviously, but we watched mm-hmm. the show to take our notes and whatnot. The audience is being spoon fed what's going on with Opie and his yep. family and his kids. Yep. And we as a club know none of it. We're just getting little. That's the greatness of this show. This audience, which is just growing bigger and bigger and bigger for Sons of Anarchy now at the end of the first season. Yeah. They're just getting spoon fed all this shit from Stahl. And it must be driving them fucking nuts because it drove me nuts watching it last night. I got to tell you, I was thinking, it's so funny that you say that. This is drives me nuts that we think the same things. Um, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I was like <laughs> literally thinking while I was watching this, I was like, this is episode 11. I was like, if I was binge watching a show or watching a show on television and one of the characters that I started to really like, Opie. Right, right. Oh my God, they're turning this guy into, right. you know, he's a snitch and we're going to lose him forever. Right. And this is going to divide the club. You want to jump right through the screen. Ah, and you're going, what's going on? And they're not showing him. Yeah, they're not no. showing him. So you're like, oh my God, they cleared his bank statements. They did this and you're like at the edge of your seat being like, what's going on? So true. It's so true, bro. That, and, and you that, know, and you know, in your head, there's a clock ticking that you only have two episodes left. That's so right. Go, I only got two left. That's right. Uh, 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 it, it, just great stuff. So um, I was and again, very, sorry. And again, we need to point this out to the, to the peeps. What a, what a nice scene for you, Ron and me. Oh, I sucked in that scene. I was a young. No, no, you weren't. You didn't suck at all. I just loved how at the end I went, get out of here. Yeah. Even though you know about this, go get. So I played it it very concerned. Oh, well, that's, I don't know, man. I played it a little too concerned. I I mean, I get it. I I played it a little. It was a little too dire. Like it was a little too external. I'm not going to knock my acting when I was, it's 30 years ago, whatever it it is. I'm not going to knock my acting. I just loved it. It was the three of us. I thought the three of us. Me too. We got an opportunity to do a scene together. It was usually me and Ron and Charlie or me, but you and me. Yeah, for sure. But you, me and Ron, very rarely. So, you know what? Let me ask you a question while we're on this moment for a second. 
because I was thinking about this because a lot of people externally, especially if there's any actors listening to this or directors or anybody who's in the arts of any way, would you say over the seven years, because it is so different when you do TV um, as opposed to films and nobody knows this better than you, would you say you got a lot of direction? No. No, me neither. No, I I think we got a little bit in this first season because we were all finding out who we all were and where we all were going to maybe go. But certainly by the middle of two, certainly by the beginning of three, even these beautiful guest directors, then we all, we only got four or five every year that we got to know that, you Mm -hmm. know, we, we, we knew the characters. They would talk about camera angle. They would talk, talk about your motivation. But I'm talking like emotional notes or anything. Like I never got that. Not, not too much, man. I think Charles, you know, like I think Charles you know, Perry, definitely gave notes. Charles gave some notes near the end for sure. He did. And Charles. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, that's why uh, I love him. I love, Paris Barkley. I love, no, I love notes. Paris Barkley. When I, when we'll get to it on the top of season five, when we lose my daughter, mm. uh, he said, absolutely nothing to me because he knew that if Kim Coates didn't come prepared in his head, for the darkness and the depths of inhumanity that's about to take place for him, seeing his daughter the way I did burn in front of me, then there's nothing he could say to me anyway. And so when I came to do that with Pope on those two nights back to back, he just put the camera out and let it roll. Yeah. Same thing that Weller did with Jackson and I in prison, you know, right. That big long scene. I mean, but again, at that point, seven six five years in you you nobody knows the guy better than you nobody knows the character better than you that's right but i was trying to think even in the earlier ones because i'm one of those people and still to this day i mean i did it whatever it was a few days ago is like i'm always going to go up and be like what do you think we're good yeah you got it you got yeah are you feeling all right everybody feeling good oh yeah we got it okay good but very rarely on films now totally different on films we're going to get into it. Like, Hey, what do we want to do here? What are we looking for? But in TV, it's kind of a machine because the directors are guests. That's right. They're guests. They're guest directors. They're called guest directors. That's right. Right. Guest on our set. And thank God we have them. It's tough to shoot TV in seven, eight, nine days. It's tough, man. It's tough. You got to get your days in. Yeah. But film, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're with the person you you got, you know, if you're lucky enough, like the last film we did, you have a few weeks of rehearsal, then you shoot the film and then like you're together, almost like a unit where with TV, there were times. And again, I would never say who, but there were times on a few different shows that I've done where somebody would say something to me, a director would try to say something. I go, no, that doesn't make sense because I did this in season one or this season two. And they go, they go, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, you don't even, I right. get it. You don't know the show like there. I know yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? You aren't there. So it's a really interesting. I was just thinking about, especially season one, who I really got the most from was Kurt. Kurt's yeah. going to tell me in the in the beginning, even because he was off to the side, do this, do that, do this. Yeah. You know? Good. Good. That was a good right. point. So though. Wendy seeing Abel for the first yeah, time. Yeah, picking up that um, baby. And she says to Tara, I miss him so much. Mm. And And, you know, Tara, what's she going through? What's she thinking about? Like, wow. I know she had it all on her face too, man. She She gave it up to Wendy, you know, she gave it up. It's her child. It's she's the mom, but Tara has been with Jax for, you know, 10 episodes now. 
Wendy's gone. Drug addict, gone. So there's so much that's happened since Wendy coming home. But Tara gives it up to her. She just gives it up to Wendy. But you can see the conflict, the hidden yeah. emotions, super yeah. conflicted in her eyes, you know, yeah. everything. And again, yeah, beautiful. Wanted a, I'd put Sons of Anarchy up against any show for the acting in the eyes on this show. I mean, he, so much well, being said without anything being said. And can I just say, I'm so glad you brought that up. Stephen K made a choice in this episode, Theo. Do you know what he did? He did more close-ups with two people in a scene than I can ever remember. Mm. We have so many close-ups. I'm talking close, like yeah. close. And you're seeing everything I in the this. eyes in this episode. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love Terry Malick style. Like I like, I want to, I want to be, I want to feel that sometimes when I'm watching film and television, that I'm walking next to the person. I want to yeah. like be here yeah. Yeah. because again, you can't really fake the funk too much when it's like yeah. right here. So no. I want to, I want the camera to be like on my face at all times. Um, So Mary shows up, man. How, how much do her. I love Mary? I mean, the way she talks that New York slang, the thing angry kids hate me i don't give a fuck you i bet but just upset really Comes good in angry like when you oh and, and that- did you feel sorry did you feel that Gemma playing her her kick to the stomach she was playing that pain in her gut i was gonna ask kick. you that i'm so glad you said that because she was taking medicine is that what she yeah, was playing yeah yeah she got kicked in the gut so hard so by stall I didn't that know she, she had heartburn or something. No, it was, was it was it was it was that kick in the stomach. She kept playing it all, all through the whole episode. It's kind of good. Oh, great! I didn't even notice that. I love. I mean, that, you and I though. put pebbles in our shoes, remember? And yeah, I wrecked my when I my motorcycle wreck. I, I remember wrapping some hard piece of stone in my knee yeah. to remind me that the pain I just is- did. I just did a movie where I got stabbed, and I literally put um one of those big clips sure. on my back, like sure. a like a idiot claw clip. But that works. Holy fuck, did that hurt? <laughs> I literally had it on for the whole movie and my skin was purple and like <laughs> getting like necrotic. And I was like, I the am things so actors much do. Yeah, the things <laughs> they do. What a stupid. Um, but no, she I I I'm glad that you said that. So Mary comes in, she's just this incredible ball of energy that I was just in love with when I see it. So Jack's saying it's a setup at the table. This is an incredible take scene. Let me be the first to yeah. tell you. Yeah. Um you got to tell me about this scene because there's so much going on. I, I will. Again, it's another threesome, right? Jack's Clay and Tig in the chapel. Uh, I, I love these threesomes, <laughs> you know, yeah. SOA was never better than when there was like three of us. Like uh, there's something about three that you, it's not just one-on-one. There's something there's, there's who's going to talk. Who's not going to talk. Jack says, Opie is being set up. And I say, no, mm-hmm. no, he's not. And you just freaking know that things are not going to go well between Jax and Tig. And when I walked out of that room, great two shot. Again, another two shot of Clay and Jax. Ending up Jax saying, if Opie, if Opie ends up being a rat, then I'll kill him myself. Fuck that line. That <sighs> line got me. I was like an audience. Member. I will kill him myself. So you know what Think I did? about that. I thought for a second I had to remove everything I know about the show. I had to remove everything I know. And I thought if I was an audience member sitting in some apartment in the middle of San Dimas or wherever somebody is watching this from in 2008, nine. Yeah. Holy shit. Jax is going to kill Opie at the end of the season. 
Yes. That's what I would have thought. That's what I would have thought. Yes. Because of the way he says it. They're going to set him up where he's crying and he kills his best friend. I, and and I was like, I was the line when he said it and the way he said it blew me away. Um, great ending to that scene. Great. Just great. Great ending. We cut right to Stahl pulls out that Picasso sketch that it looks like uh, <laughs> Monet drew. And I got written down there like, look at the young Ryan Hurst. Like yeah. he's got no, he's all cleaned up, no cut, no beanie. He could be auditioning for Remember the Titans Part Two. He looks like the outsiders. He looks like he's in the outside. Right. Pony boy. He looks like. Pony right. Boy. Good point. And I'm thinking. He's cool. Wow. His hair is not so super long. Cool. He's thin. He's got like, he just looks cool. He's at the table. And that's that version of Opie. If they yeah. did action figures, that's like early version Opie. Like oh, there's did, never they did been do? a version of that. They did do? They should. Oh, they but should. If they yeah. did. If they did, that would be like a completely different version of the Opie character. Yeah. Not yeah. the like, you know, Simba. Well, you you call um, up FX, Theo. You just call them up and you say, you know what? Let's revisit some action characters. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. That fucking thing. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. I'll be the judge of that. Season one. Right. I'll never forget. I'm pulled over in the valley somewhere. We had been <laughs> we had been filming. And I had always been a bit of a tech guy. I had always been it wasn't You're telling pictures. me. You know, you know it all. Everybody, the Sam fam knows. I've always been a bit of a tech guy. And I've also always been a bit of a collector and I like old toys and I like all this stuff. And I was on the phone with our buddy Dom Pagoni. See if he remembers it. Do you call him Pagoni or Pagone? Dom. I call him Dom. Okay. Well, DP, Don who was at the time the PR at uh, FX, he's now at Showtime. He was our guy. I called him up and I said, hey, listen, num no, no. Oh, I remember that. I know where you're going now. I said, we got an opportunity here with this show. Big one. If, if you guys don't do it, I'm going to do it. I said, I think people want this Reaper on T-shirts and on sweatshirts and on hats. And I think you should do action figures. And I think you should do a whole rollout of merch. And he says, they're not going to do that. We don't do that here. And he said, I don't think people would want it. And I said, go on eBay. There's people selling knockoffs. Cut to nah. I said, let me get to Langraf. Let me get to somebody. You're missing an opportunity here. And I said, and even if I don't make a cent on it, I think you should do it. It's going to really help the show. It was a fool's errand. No one listened to me. I was still a guest star. Nobody cared. And I was like, man, because I would have people come up to me and go, is there any way I can get like a t-shirt? I know. Like the Reaper? I know. Is there any way I can get like. You're starting to explode. Starting to explode. Cut to the fucking merch is everywhere. Yeah. It's it's on it's on everything and everywhere. The one thing they never really did was toys. I know they did some, but they never really did like hardcore action figures. It's, it's funny these and these these comic cons that we do for our charities and a bit for ourselves and to see mm -hmm. the fans. And I can't tell you how I'm sure it happens to you too. How many people come out to me and go, "I need an action figure of you." And we have our bikes. I have my bike. We have a couple of, yeah. but they never did that nope. incredible run. Of all of us in character, and they and they should have because people love that stuff. 
I know. And uh, if anybody's listening, specifically Todd McFarlane Toys, um, who does a lot of TV shows, you should do Sons of Anarchy ones. They would be there you go. tremendous. Um, okay. So it's a great scene. We go to the Picasso sketch. Um, he realizes that she's setting him up as the snitch. Not going to yeah. say the word rat anymore. Um, I will. You don't have, you can't. I'm not saying it. I, I might, it. but go Just ahead. Yeah, no, Mickey Mouse called me up. He doesn't want. Yeah, to. exactly. So, um, so listen, so, so he realizes, which is a great little scene, but then something happens that's even better. Hale realizes that she's. I can't believe we, 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 we're on the same train track every single yeah. week. She's Hale out. goes, what the hell is she doing? Mm-hmm. He looks at the other cops and goes, what the hell yeah. is she doing? Yeah. You know, and he realizes she's she this is now personal. This is a vendetta. She's got it out for him. She's got it out for all of them. Um, I love that because right now we cut into the hail stall scene, and he's he's trying to basically get her right to get her to do the right thing. And you could tell she's going full psycho at this moment. She's I've going got written full down when Stahl kisses, she calls him David. How nice mm. is that? David on the cheek and says, I'm sorry. I wrote, I don't believe any of it. She's the <laughs> no. queen snake and Hale. Sorry, snakes. And Hale's about to be eaten for dinner. That's what I wrote down. Don't believe any of it. She's going to absolutely chop you down at the knees and she does. And she does, right? And I and I, again, just such a great little again, interfighting even in alliances. This is this whole episode is interfighting within the Correct. alliance that they have. So Jax is sitting with Abel and Wendy. Uh yeah. with Abel. Wendy comes in. Tara's seeing what's going down. I gotta tell you something. Shout out to Stephen K. Shout out to Paul Maybaum, our DP, director of photography. Gemma shows up. He framed this triangle shot. No, it was it was stunning, Theo. And rarely do we have any music in the middle of the episodes that we've done 92 of. Rarely is there is there middle. We had some music in that background. And the way they framed that shot from the baby and Wendy and Jax to Tara looking, then to Gemma coming in looking at Tara. Amazing. It was phenomenal. It was it so was amazing. Good. It was so fun to see because you felt like so you had good. not a lot of words just music and and i as an audience member i'm kind of going on this journey with them which i like so good um yeah so then we go right to what you just said stall's getting rid of hell you're out hell's getting kicked out just like that boom get out of here punk and he and again i don't know what happens you know with him with this whole uh stall thing but i i don't i'm not sure <clears throat> i don't remember but uh, i love that uh aspect of it of him being like wow she really is yeah. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Okay. Gemma rolls up on Jax. Um, she's didn't you, to... And didn't you love, sorry. And didn't you love that line when Gemma, he goes, have you been watching? And she goes, I've been watching you since 1978. Meaning that's that. when he was born. Like yeah. I've been watching you since you what came up. What a great up. line that is. Isn't that a great line? Yeah. And it just, listen, I could fault Gemma for a lot of things, especially if I go into my juice mind you know, the manipulator, the whatever, but I now understand, I really do understand. And we're not, you know, we're three seasons in why people love Gemma and she loves her family. She does. She's not 
maybe she expresses it the wrong way, but Gemma is like, she's, you want a friend like Gemma. You you don't want an enemy like Gemma, Gemma, but you want a friend like her. And especially when it comes to her family and you could see it, she's just about protecting. And, um, I just love this scene with her and Jax. Yeah, um, it was simple and it was beautiful and it was, it, it, it was exactly what we needed at that moment. And she believes Mom, Mom Opie. And yeah. And she believes Opie. Yeah. That's important. That's important yeah. in the grand scheme of things because Gem is an extension of Clay. Yeah. And she believes Opie. So Donna and Opie have a great scene after this. Oh, you know, Sprague, come on, Theo. Like, how, how tough was she? How great was she? How how young mother when a hu- husband with young is in prison for five years and just got out and they have issues with their marriage. Sprague wore every line on her beautiful face, so beautiful mm-hmm. as Donna. Mm-hmm. I, I I could I could just you know, no wonder I felt so upset as Kim Coates and his Tig when when we had to when we had oh, to say goodbye to, to her. Get to that, I mean, and again, I want to ask you this. At what point do you think the writers knew? You know, that's that it wasn't going to be Opie. I, they, I think they knew by now. They certainly knew by now because it's all in motion now. Um, but I, it was, it was, you know, a while ago. I, I, you said something so interesting a couple of weeks ago. You said something about, you know, FX and Kurt and everyone's looking at the dailies and putting the show together a little bit and going, you know what? That Jack's Opie dynamic is really it's cool. It's popping, yeah. It's really it's popping. Maybe we hang on to that for a little mm-hmm. bit. And no wonder, you know, Opie was, you know, the first major lead to die on this show. We had other leads like Piney and Halfsack who passed away on the show and Hale. But, you know, arguably, Opie yeah, was the first Opie, one to really when go. Opie went, it was a whole and, when, and, and I think that that's exactly what Sutter wanted to do. You got to say um, spoiler alert before you do stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Spoiler alert for the people who <laughs> haven't watched the whole show. I'm I got to tell you, someone, right wrote, someone wrote that the other day. Someone wrote, I haven't finished the show and I'm watching the Reaper reviews now that you're going in order, uh, going in order. And now I'm like, uh, I'm aware of it. Is that so, good or bad? Well, I'm aware that maybe I shouldn't mention big. Moments. Oh, you're aware of it. Yeah. Theo Rossi's aware of it? Theo Rossi's aware of it. Oh. Okay. Well, I can play that game. Person. You know me. Play I take that direction game. well. Play that game. You take great direction. Let's play that game because if there are people who are listening to this and they're just like, maybe they have a season left. Maybe they have three seasons left. Maybe they're just on, you know, they're going with us. That's or fine. Maybe, maybe we don't give away things. I think that's a very good point. You you watch. I take direction, son. I can do that. So You know what this is called? Evolution. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> evolution of Kim Coates. Go ahead. Um, where are we? It's just We're so at the good. Stall now. trying Tough to girl. play Bobby, the stall Bobby scene. Okay, so Boone and Stall. Well, you know, and and I forgot that that Bobby, that Booney got a you know a, an interrogation scene. I think you know there was a lot of interrogation scenes for yeah. all of us here and there, and that was his shot. Pretty short, pretty sweet. Showed off that beautiful tattoo. Question. Yeah. Why didn't she have the notes down and how did she know all that? And what was the point of that? This is just to show the audience that she's just so she's making it up. Mm. She's making it up. 
She's she's so evil and so malicious and so wants to get the club back at all costs that she we didn't even need to show the audience that there was no notes there. We would have believed anything she's saying because she's going to say it anyway. But to show the audience that there was absolutely nothing there, she's making it all up because she thinks she's pieced it all together from that. You know, we, we have a witness, don't we? I forgot about that witness that me too we'll to in a minute how did she know about jacks being outside i think does the witness did the witness see that or is she guessing well how come there's not a andy warhol of jacks <laughs> a, a sketch artist painting I, I, you know that's a, that's a that's a great point i really do believe that she's just piecing it together I think someone said that witness might have said there was three of them. I couldn't see the third, but there was three of them. And they had a, a car. It was a blue car. You know, maybe she knows Jax drives a blue car. I don't know. But she she's put it all together. And the audience is believing every single because it's a fictional show. And it's an insane show. And like things details. are going to get. Huh? I like details. I like to know why they write something. Yeah. Well, I that's that's my guess. So here we go. Right. She just had the Bobby scene. Mary's back and she is angry. She obviously yeah. hates Piney. She hates the club. Yeah. I know that changes down the road, correct? I'm yeah. going to talk about that, but she hates everybody. Yeah. I, think I just broke the rule of what I was talking just now. About. You just did, but that's okay. <laughs> that, that wasn't a, a death rule. That was just yeah. a show rule. It was literally should, 45 seconds ago. Yeah. Everyone's alive on this show as far as we know right now. Okay. As far as we know. Yeah. So she is angry. Two tough, two tough broads going at it right here. Two beautiful actors going at it. And I loved even Sutter still. Sutter and his team continue to throw little comic zingers under these tough, tough scenes. When when Mary goes, you know, they they when Donna goes, yeah, they love your dogs. Mm. And Mary goes, you know, yeah, one of my dogs died. <laughs> died. Like, I just <laughs> laugh at that. And one of them's dead. Poppy died last week. You know, she's she gone. Obviously, but. Piney and his tequila put her through hell. <laughs> Let's just assume he put her through hell. He did. But you know what's cool when you think about it? This is why I love canon stuff and whatever. She was probably friends with John Teller. Boy, you know what? Right? Maybe, maybe, maybe. If there's a prequel, she's in it. Oh, has to be. So JT. Cool. Oh, yeah. JT and Gemma and Piney and Mary. They were around. It's never going to happen because of logistics of the ownership of the show and all that. But, man, I am so down for like a 60s, 70s prequel to something. It'd be unbelievable. Called the first nine. No, it'd be I unbelievable. Really I wonder, I I wonder how, how in depth. Sutter and and Landgraf got into that years ago, you know, before the mines came out. I wonder, wonder how how serious that got. Because you know, you, we you know, this show got so big by the end. I was starring in something with Gemma next week. They should have did it. With- they should have did it while we were doing the show. They should have launched it in our season seven. Wow. They you know what? You know what? They freaking should have. Yeah. Called the they first really nine. Sh- a young a first nine. Everyone's younger. Knock it out. Go. So then in the sixties, they come back from Northern Vietnam, Cali. The canon yeah. of the story. They go to Northern yeah. Cali, and you know what's funny is there's there were rumors back then. It's so funny 
there were rumors that you can find it on the Googs. Hit the Google. Um, there's on the Googs. That, on the Googs. There's rumors that Brad Pitt was going to play John Taylor in the movie. Remember that? I do. Oh, and you know the rumor. Fan of the show. The, yeah. the, he was just a huge fan of the show. Yeah. Brad just loved the show. Loved the show. I mean, there was a lot of actors that loved the show, but he, I know he was super obsessed with the show. And I was like, man, can you imagine that? I mean, it would never happen now. It's obviously the ship has sailed because John was super young at that time yeah. and all that in that thing. But like right now, if you have some young actor playing John Teller in the sixties, and again, they should have did it then. And they really could have did a lot of things. Then they could have started doing spinoffs left and right. You know, Michael Beach could have had a spinoff. You know, there's so many little things that you could have created this Marvel type like universe. Gone. Gone. That ship is sailed. Gone. Sailed. Fully we, sailed. We haven't gone anywhere. We're right here doing episode 11, season no, one. No. All right. So let's go. So, so, um, great scene. Mary again, the dogs angry. Um, Gemma, Gemma. and went. Yeah. Gemma. Right? Isn't Go. that the next one? I yeah, think Jim goes Wendy. into the house. What a I'm scene. just going, oh, oh. I went, oh, oh. oh. Like, again, major close-ups. This whole show, major close And at the end, I love that kiss in the lips that, that Katie gave so Drea. And, and Wendy is left with an absolute, like an absolute chance of getting back with Abel and Jax with Gemma's help. That's what I wrote down. Right there. There's a real chance that this girl could end up back with Jax and the baby with Gemma's help. That's how, that's how that's also ended. what's funny is Gemma's quasi apologizing. <laughs> She's like, yeah. not really apologizing for almost killing her, by the way. Yeah. She's kind of like, I should, I, I didn't do that. I shouldn't have done that. You, you, you think you think okay. she couldn't look her in the face when she said it, it was a half apology over her shoulder, but she, that's a lot for her, a lot for Gemma probably. Couple of things I noticed. I love the set with all the construction stuff, like as a tableau, yeah, like the, yeah. the background. I just thought it looked really cool. Yeah. It was kind of like almost like this weird Tony painting. Tony Baloney did all that. Love him. Amazing. Tony. Shout out Tony. I love him. He's such a nut. He would bet on anything. He would literally bet on anything that came. He, he would bet if I had two different socks on that morning. He really would. He one would flip coins one for money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. All day. For, for a dollar. All day long. But he never stopped working, that guy. He designed no, everything. He every tattoo, everything. So Jem is manipulating this, it feels like to me. She's trying to push Tara out. Yeah. Um, Wendy is frazzled by the change in Gemma all of a sudden. She's like, what is going on here? So now we go to this, is, which is a really powerful scene and a great way to play it. Opie and Donna are arm in arm walking out. Um, like, basically, we're together. Don't yeah. fuck with us. But then you realize pretty quick that he's completely bugged. They bugged everything. Poor bugs. They bugged everything. Can I, um, before we get to that final, final scene, let's bring up one little thing here with Tom Everett Scott, who plays Rosen. It's not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, okay. Keep going. They're bugging stuff. This is Opie and Donna right. walking out. Yeah. Copy that. notes in order, son. Get keep going. Notes. They're right here. You know yeah. What? Go ahead. So Jax is trying to guarantee his safety to you and to you two he get you two you and jacks have a little bro hug there yeah to outside guarantee- outside right right i forgot about yeah that so it's kind of a cool thing because you kind of give like this half hug of like yeah of course he's gonna come in and talk of course like if he's fine we're good i didn't believe a second of it 
Do you remember like kind of the way because you guys were about to go see? I, I do, but that was before that. That's before we find out all the bugs on his truck and his phone. Correct. So we we want it to work out, but we've already had the conversation where this is not going well. Mm. Opie's the money. Opie's the money. The bank rat. being clear. We can't prove this. it yet, but we just need one more thing. Clay and Tig need one more thing, and. It's going to be a, a bad day. Well, for Sons of well, and then again, now here we go to the seniors talking about with Thomas Everett Scott, who, you know, amazing. what happened to him? He Good, got a great actor. TV show. He got a TV show. Oh, is that why we wrote him out? Yeah. Because he did three episodes for us. And he was long gone. He got, I a just TV wondered. Show. Oh, okay. He was the lead of a TV show and they don't have him under contract. It happened to everybody. Donald Logue and everybody else. Okay, so cool. There you go. Yeah. But, um, I got to tell you why I love that scene as an audience member. Um, you guys are outside eating ice cream. Oh, and I just wrote ice down, cream. I ate so much ice cream, Theo, that day. Theo, <laughs> let's do it again. Start a little bit farther back. Kim, grab ice cream. Yep. Okay, cut. Okay, we got a little technical on the focus on the feet. Kim, like <laughs> I ate more ice cream. <laughs> but you know what's cool there's kids playing yeah no you guys true. are existing in the town yeah no one's it. looking at you sideways good, for you. good point like, out son it's so a really good point out of, of charming of a side great. of charming that we don't get a chance to see which is why Unser's in jail which is why hale has still got a little bit of softness for tara which is yep. why we're still trying to do things for charming in a way even though we're getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the the crimes of the day Charming was still a pretty great little town with us so living here's, right in the middle of it. This is my problem. I got a lot of problems, but here's one problem. Why is Opie taking the truck? I know that we need to do it for the bugs, but could, why didn't he take his bike? I know there's no answer to this. It's just the way it's written. He took the truck. He took the truck because it makes for a better scene when you're searching for the device, the bug. He would have took his bike. He would have took his bike. He's been in jail. Yeah. Well, if he, if, if I, I you know what, it wouldn't have worked, but he should have taken his bike. Cause then we wouldn't have found any bugs on the bike. Cause the bike weren't in, wasn't in the ATF cop shop. The truck was. So, you know, did they, I, I don't remember, but did they go right? Did he go get, did Charlie go get Opie at the house? He did. Didn't he? He should have hopped on his bike, but he didn't. He, he got in the truck. Didn't he? Well, there you go. Yeah, and but you know what? While he was in there, they could have went back to his house and bugged the bike. Could have done that too. Again, I'm just saying things that could be whatever. So here's the deal. This was a, a I guess you would say, harken back or a throwback to the original pilot, which you weren't yeah. there for. And I'll never forget this: the one with Scott Glenn and Emilio was playing the TIG role, you know, as Hawk. We were doing, that was the first time ever, we were at a totally different set. Our clubhouse was completely different and more, it looked, it was way more colorful, mm. um, super blue and like very colorful. And I had hair and not hair like this, but I had hair and everything was different. But one of the things I'll never forget, because DL was there, is, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, lift off. We I can't wait to th- get him on this fucking show. Anyway, keep we going. were doing the thing where we put the phones in the box. Yeah. 
And I remember this has taken like fucking 45 minutes while we were doing like, it was like, uh, and he gave like this big speech and we had uh, phones in the box and they're going to track this. And then, uh, and I remember we're doing this original pilot with Scott Glenn and them. And I was like, they got to cut all that. This is taking very long. Eventually we stopped doing that on the show. We, we did. We, we did. kept it in. But I wrote, we were way. still tossing phones in the box. Yeah. We stopped yeah, that. So they realized we, we that was like stopped. a precious three minutes that we weren't no. going to lose. Done. Um, so we're throwing the phones in the box. Again, that all plays towards what Tig's about to do. Um, Juice doesn't trust him. Opie's trying to give his truth. Tell me, it's a great scene for you because what what's going through for Tig? I, I, I have to say, this was actually a great scene for all of us. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why. This scene starts and then ends. And once this thing ends, the way this scene ends with me and Perlman, I, I, I don't think there's another chapel scene that happens with quite um, the comfortability or the what, like things change from that scene on for the rest of the show in the chapel scenes. Because for me, it was great that Tig is out in that. And it all happened when Opie comes right in. Clay and me, you see me smoking a cigarette and I'm looking over my shoulder. Clay gives me the look. I'm outside before anyone knows. Like Charlie goes, where's, where's Tig? Oh, he's, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll be right. I go outside and we do the whole thing. And I love doing that shit. I love doing I remember I couldn't say anything. The look on my face in that truck when I found, I didn't want to find this. I didn't want to find what I found, which was a yeah, hearing. He's heartbroken. It, it, I was completely heartbroken and so upset and so angry. And then I found it in his phone, in his phone. Mm. They let him put it in his phone. Mm. And that, and, and I remember plugging that phone in the goddamn beer and walking in. And as an actor, Theo, don't you, you think he would come out and go, why is my phone in the beer? Why is what? Why is my phone in the beer? Oh yeah, they should have, <laughs> but they didn't want to end the show like that. They want to end it on me and Perlman. That's well, I'm going to tell you. So now you give him the bad news. Jax knows something's up. When you two are in there alone, Jax. He's looking over his shoulder. Good pickup, Theo. Looking at something wrong, something going on. You're giving him the bad news. And it's so, again, remember, this is fucking episode 11. There's two left. As an audience member, you're like, holy shit, this is really happening. They've been teasing it. But it's going to fucking happen. And I, for, I swear, I immediately went into defense mode. I was like, this is Stahl's fault. This yeah. is all Stahl's fault. Like, I yeah. was like, this is not his fault. And I was like, no, don't do that. This isn't his fault. And I think that it's, you're just trying to do right for the club. Like, I don't, again, I can't no, fault anybody here. No, and it's, except it's, for her. it's, it's brilliant storytelling on the behalf of Sutter and his team. It's brilliant because the audience is jumping through the screen at everybody. Wait, stop, stop. This is not, you know, uh, the whole, but when clay and Tig and Tig is completely unwavering, we've got to do this. We have to. to do this. And clay, you feel his pain. You feel his, his undecisiveness when he goes, this, I've seen this happen to clubs and it shatters them for the rest of time. And I just, I'm on them like a, Sorry, but like a dog, I'm I on him. Poor dog. I'm on him, and I I won't let him off the hook with what Opie's done to the club. Meanwhile, the audience is going and no, 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 
and and stall is going to get her way and it's going to and so even hail Jax comes in and Jax comes in he just wants to make sure everything's all good we all good we all good and did you and see how like, i acted that little brother i smiled at him i we're I good we're so good because you're clear take, take, you're take clear of what's going to happen yeah yeah now we did 12 already I don't. I wish I might have to go back and listen to what we did, um, just because I'm. So, I read the notes. I'm so curious of what happened in twelve before we get to thirteen. Well, I I know thirteen is going to be amazing. I I could. Well, again, we're not supposed to mention anything, but I think it happens in twelve. Oh, really? I think we've talked about it. Already. Oh yes, we did. Remember, it was the run up at the end. Yes, 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 yes. I could be completely wrong. So who's I, ever I listening that to this? Me too. Who's ever listening to this? Um, 12 is already out there. So if you want to do a back to back right now. Yeah. Listen um, to 12 peeps. Do it. Li- Get caught up. I think it's called sleep of babies or something. No. Yeah. Called, it I is? think so. Yeah, bro. Good memory. Look at that. Thank you. So here's the deal. Um, our next episode after this is going to be the season one finale. Finales and premieres are always very special episodes for a multitude of reasons. Um, they really are. Uh, I get so excited. In. You know why, bro? Well, for many reasons, but I, I, I got to tell you, I've seen every premiere and every finale too. of every season. And I know you have too, because we went to them on the big yep. screen and so proud of this fucking show. So it's a show that I remember, but I need to rewatch to write down the notes. And I'm excited to do that. Yeah. And um, so here's the deal, everyone. Sam Fam, spread love. It's the Reaper way. Um, Hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, do it, everybody. Pass it on. Yeah, pass it on because it's super helpful for us. And if you're doing this on Apple Podcast, uh, subscribe write a review. We're trying to um, get up there and get our rating. Uh, thank God we're five out of five for all you uh, fans. We sure folks. are. We sure are. Uh, we have amazing, amazing ratings for the show, but you know, go and take a second. Even if you just write Kim is so handsome. Yeah. Just give it five stars. I can't That's get amazing. past those blue eyes or yeah. oh. I can't believe Theo's hair is almost like Kim's was on the oh show. God. Oh my God. He has take care or, or, or Look at his lighting now. Why yeah. did it take so long? I can't look, believe it took you know, so look long. Look at how cute Theo is. He's so cute. I wish he'd eat oh. a hamburger. Oh. A hamburger and fries with he's ketchup. Oh, I know he's a method actor. And he's into a skinny guy right now. But hey, eat some fucking food. Have some lettuce. That's all I eat. <laughs> but, you know, go. And if you're enjoying this program, that's what my grandmother used to say. back. I love that. You watching your program tonight? You watching your um, program, honey? Subscribe, do all that stuff. And um, and guys, we wrapped up season three. So those are all available, right? We finished season three. Yeah. I'm not okay. We're about to finish season one. Those are all going to be available. Yeah. And then, then we're going to move on to season two. And then guys, it the, the wheels Here are we go. When we get to season four, it is game. It's gonna be sometime in April. On out. 2021, the world's getting to be a better place with all these vaccines and people staying safe. We're yes. gonna we're gonna come through this. When yes. we get to April, it's gonna we might I might have to take a Woo. week off. I'm not sure. I'm exhausted. No, no, no you're not gonna let no. me. We're consistent. And we're just gonna start season four and holy smokes. Holy smokes. 
But again, a ways away. We got a lot going right. on before that. So subscribe, uh, be a good person. And kindness uh, always wins. Kindness always wins. Have fun. Be safe. Enjoy your life. Uh, Is that the end go. of the program now, Agent That's Sunshine? The, <laughs> Are we done pro- with the program? My Sunshine. program's over. I love you, Six. I love four. you more. I'll see Take you soon, easy. brother. Good luck Good. on set this week. I love you. Yes, you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the, where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right. All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, Incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.